Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to Episode 8 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. Continuing our exploration of the obstacles that can prevent your young athletes from achieving their sports goals, today's topic is perfectionism. As parents, a part of us wants to have perfect children. They get straight A's in school, our star athletes are perfectly well-mannered, kind and considerate, and are universally loved by adults and peers alike. Wouldn't that make life as a parent so much easier and more gratifying? Well, that's up for debate. At the same time, there's an ugly side to so-called perfect children. Research has shown that they're often insecure, fearful, and constantly stressed. Perfectionism is linked to debilitating anxiety, depression, and may also be a risk factor for eating disorders, substance abuse, and suicide. Interestingly, though perfectionists usually reach a high level of success because they push themselves unmercifully, they often never quite make it to the top because their impossibly high standards create fear of failure, crippling anxiety, doubt, and risk aversion. In fact, the people who reach the tops of their fields are often more likely to reject perfectionism because they learn that taking risks, making mistakes, and experiencing failure are absolutely vitally important to the pursuit of greatness. Quite simply, perfectionists are often unhappy because they're constantly faced with the reality that they will never be perfect. In sum, perfect children sound good on paper, but in reality, perfection in your children is the last thing you would want for or expect from them. For Martin Kipp, the author and inspirational speaker, perfectionism is a dream killer because it's just fear disguised as trying to do your best. You know you have perfectionistic young athletes when they set impossibly high standards for themselves and pursue goals that are, for all intents and purposes, unattainable. When perfectionistic children inevitably fail to meet those unreasonably high standards, they punch themselves with self-criticism for not being perfect. You can identify perfectionism in your children when they're never satisfied with their efforts, no matter how objectively well they perform. For example, after I spoke to a group of athletes recently, a girl from the audience described to me how she had won her last two tennis tournaments, yet the fact that she lost three sets during her string of victories had been eating her alive ever since. At the heart of perfectionism lies a threat. If children aren't perfect, something bad will happen. The most common bad things that perfectionists fear include, I'll be a worthless person, my parents won't love me, my friends won't like me, everyone will think I'm a loser, I'll fail at everything I do. This threat arises because young athletes connect whether they're perfect with their self-esteem. Being perfect dictates whether they see themselves as valuable people worthy of love and respect. The price these children believe they will pay if they're not perfect is immense, both athletically and personally, and its toll can be truly destructive. By the way, young athletes don't have to be perfectionistic in every part of their lives to be considered perfectionists. They only have to be perfect in areas that they care about. For example, they're perfectionistic athletes whose rooms are pigsties or who don't care about how they do in school. From the author Ann wilson Shafe, perfectionism is self-abuse of the highest order. In all likelihood, when you see perfectionism in your young athletes, you will also see fear of failure, which I'll discuss at length in my next podcast. Though perfectionistic children give the impression that they're pursuing success with great determination, the sad reality is that their primary motivation in sports, and often in all their aspects of their lives, is to simply avoid failure, because failure is the most extreme form of imperfection. Imagine your perfectionistic young athletes being chased relentlessly by a mountain lion. If it catches them, it will eat them, and you can get the sense of what being imperfect means to them. An anonymous quote, a perfectionist pardons everyone's mistakes but their own.
The emotions that your young athletes experience in their sports efforts are a major quote-unquote tell about how perfectionists there are because the emotional lives of perfectionists related to their sports participation are neither healthy nor pleasant. There are several emotional reactions that separate healthy striving for athletic success from a healthy need for athletic success. Most athletes, when they perform well and achieve their competitive goals, feel wonderful emotions such as elatement, excitement, joy, and pride. But perfectionistic young athletes rarely feel these positive emotions. Instead, a red flag should go up for you when you see your children experiencing relief after having found some success. Where does this relief come from? They once again avoided true imperfection and can continue to feel good about themselves for a little while longer. But that relief is short-lived. Recently, I asked a group of perfectionistic young athletes how long they thought the relief lasts, and one boy threw up his hand and declared, till the next game. In response to failure in their sport, most young athletes would naturally feel disappointment, which, though unpleasant, is, as I discussed previously, a positive emotion because it acts to motivate them to continue to pursue success so as to avoid disappointment in the future. By contrast, if you have a perfectionistic young athlete, you will likely see a painful concoction of devastation with equal parts dejection, hurt, humiliation, shame, anger, and frustration that is not only incredibly unpleasant for your children to experience, but it also acts to demotivate them and removes their enjoyment from their sports experience. One of the most frequent comments I get from parents of perfectionistic athletes is, I swear that my child was born perfectionist. Though believing this explanation may reduce parents' guilt over their children's perfectionism, there's actually no scientific evidence that it's an inherited trait. To the contrary, the research indicates that children learn their perfectionism from their parents, most often, but not always, their same-sex parent. Nonetheless, there may be an indirect genetic influence. For example, temperament, which is inborn, may make children more vulnerable to perfectionism. For example, some children are born more emotionally sensitive, and as a result, would be more aware of the subtle cues from their perfectionistic parents, thus making them more likely to internalize those messages of perfectionism. So here's a question for you. Are you a perfectionist? If so, you may pass on your perfectionism to your three children in three ways. First, you can actively reward success and punish failure. For example, you could offer or withdraw your love based on whether your children meet your perfectionistic expectations. When your children succeed, you might lavish them with love, attention, and gifts. But when they fail, you might either withdraw your love and become cold and distant or express strong anger and resentment to your children. In both cases, your children will get the message that if they want your love, they must be perfect. Imagine the burden that they carry. Thankfully, in my decades of working with sport families, I've only come across a few parents who were this overly perfectionistic. Second, you can also unintentionally encourage perfectionism in your children by modeling perfectionism. Examples of how you might indirectly send messages of perfectionism include always needing to look a certain way, the effort you put into your professional life, your competitiveness in sports and games, and how you respond when things don't go your way. In these cases, your young athletes see how tough you are on yourself when you're not perfect, so they come to feel that they must also be perfect. You unwittingly communicate to your children that anything less than perfection won't be tolerated by you or their family. The final way you can create perfectionistic young athletes is to project your flaws onto your children and try to fix those flaws in them by expecting them to be flawless. Unfortunately, instead of creating perfect children and absolving yourself of your own imperfections, you pass them on to your children and you, of course, stay flawed yourself. From the actor Dave Willis, there are no perfect parents and there are no perfect children. 
but there are plenty of perfect moments along the way. Just as you have the power to raise perfectionistic young athletes, you can also wield that same influence to raise them to be simply excellent young athletes and excellent people. A goal that not only makes them more successful, but also, I assure you, far happier. In fact, excellence is my antidote to the burden of perfectionism. You should start by removing the word perfection from your vocabulary. Most of the time that you use perfect, you probably don't mean it in the literal sense. For example, it's a perfect day or you're perfect. But kids are literal beings. They think that what you say communicates what's important to you. Every time you use the word perfect and your children hear perfect, it's a constant reminder to them that they need to be perfect. In sum, using the word perfect serves no purpose other than to instill in them a belief that they must be perfect, which ultimately will make your children miserable. Your best antidote to this malady of perfectionism is to inspire your children to strive for excellence. Excellence draws on the positive aspects of perfection. For example, striving for goals, setting high standards, but removes its unhealthy parts, such as connecting results with self-esteem, unrealistic expectations, and fear of failure. Excellence still holds you young athletes to a very high standard. It's not above average good or very good. It's excellent. It encourages them to be the best athletes they can be but it relieves them of the burden of needing to be perfect to feel loved, valued, and accepted by you, their social world, or even worse, themselves. Without the fear of failure that coexists with perfectionism, your children can turn their gaze toward athletic success, accept the inevitable mistakes and failures, and pursue their goals with commitment and gusto, knowing that, win or lose, you will always love them and they will be okay. The result is they're actually more likely to find the success they strive for and they will certainly enjoy the experience far more. An anonymous quote, striving for excellence feels wonderful because you're trying your very best. Perfectionism feels terrible because your work is somehow never quite good enough. If you're a perfectionist, one of the great gifts you can give your children is to recognize and reject your own perfectionism. If you don't make what will certainly be a Herculean effort in ridding yourself of perfectionism, you will very likely pass on your perfectionism to your children. And that is definitely not a burden you want them to take on. I also encourage you to be an imperfect role model. I know it sounds odd for me to want you to highlight your inherent flaws, but the message to your children is, in fact, actually positive and healthy. When you show yourself to be imperfect, and you also show that you're okay with it, you reinforce the message that nobody's perfect, and that it's actually better not to be. You can send this message in several ways. You can acknowledge, shrug your shoulders, and laugh when you make a mistake. Oh, well, I'm not perfect. You can share stories from your past in which you made mistakes and failed. Relatedly, you can show young athletes how those setbacks actually benefited and propelled you to later success. The more they see your own imperfections and hear you accepting them as a part of being a human being, the more likely they are to adopt that same attitude and accept their own flaws. Additionally, many sports parents and their young athletes think mistakes are awful things to be avoided at all costs. This despite seeing the most successful athletes in the world make mistakes routinely. Serena Williams double faults. Tom Brady throws interceptions. LeBron James misses shots. And Simone Biles occasionally bobbles on the balance beam. These incredible athletes haven't become so successful despite their mistakes and failures, but rather because of them. So if great athletes make mistakes, it should also not only be expected, but also acceptable that your young athletes would make mistakes too. You need to communicate to your children that mistakes are a natural and necessary part of sports and life. They must accept and learn from their mistakes, 
Mistakes are guides to what your children need to work on to achieve their goals. Without mistakes, improvement would be a random and undirected process. Mistakes tell your children that they're taking risks and moving out of their comfort zone. If your young athletes never make mistakes, they're probably not pushing themselves hard enough, they will not improve, and they will never become truly successful. Finally, there's even a book titled Perfect Parenting. What a horrible title for a parenting book and what an impossible standard to live up to. But here's some news. You don't need to be a perfect sports parent, just an excellent one. Now I can hear the collective parental sigh of relief across the land. Being an excellent sports parent means being good with your children most of the time, supporting them, encouraging them, cheering them for when they succeed, and consoling them when they fail. Being an excellent sports parent also means you can actually make mistakes with your children. You can occasionally lose your temper, or show disappointment, or act like a stereotypical sport parent. So cut yourself some slack about being a perfect sport parent. When you are an excellent sport parent, not only will you be happier and have more fun with your children in their athletic lives, but they will get the message that they can relax and just be the best young athletes they can be, which will lead them to more fun and more success. From L. R. Noss, the author, parenting has nothing to do with perfection. Perfection isn't even the goal, not for us and not for our children. Learning to live well in an imperfect world, loving each other despite or even because of our imperfections. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to Episode 8 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. Be on the lookout for Episode 9 in the near future.